Are you an entrepreneur or looking to become one? Looking to stay motivated, find happiness and true success? You're in the right place. Welcome to Empower Humans. I want to give you the warmest, most sincere welcome to the first episode of the Empower Humans podcast. My name is Phil Rousen, and I want to introduce you to what this podcast is about. I'll tell you very briefly about me and my family, and then we're going to talk about how to embrace and harness our true power as humans to obtain lasting, meaningful satisfaction, love, joy, peace, happiness, all those good things. I think it's safe to say that we share as common ground of desire between us as humans. Did you know that the word joy, by the way, in Hebrew refers to an alignment, a return to something? A good friend of mine taught me that. Now keep that in mind as we talk today, an alignment, a return to something. And at the end, I'll give us, you and me both, a few joint challenges, nothing to be scared of, uh, challenges, like I say, including me. And in upcoming episodes, I'll be interviewing some amazing, inspiring people as well to bring some great value to you and me both. We may even split up this particular introductory episode since I have a lot to say to you as we start this journey together. Whoever you may be and whatever your background, mostly I need you to know that you are priceless. Feel that as I say it. You are priceless. We'll talk more about that in a minute, but briefly about me. I was born in Southern California, but grew up in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We moved there when I was a baby, a couple months old. And I don't remember, so I just have to believe what they tell me, okay? (laughs) I come from what some would call a broken home uh, and or maybe dysfunctional family. I've had some things to overcome on that path, and I still love my family. I've also been a self-employed business owner and entrepreneur most of my adult life. I think kind of my broken home situation made me very independent that way. I've led and trained teams in sales and marketing and had many successes. I've also had some decisive teaching moments in the form of failures, something I don't hide. I learned, though, that failure is an event, not a person. In fact, the other day I heard someone say, You make mistakes, mistakes don't make you. And, you know, the great philosopher Snoop Dogg, have you heard of him? He's an ancient contemporary of Socrates. (laughs) Snoop Dogg, the wise sage. But he did say, and he does say some pretty good stuff from time to time. Uh, He has a Netflix show. He said, one thing about life, you're going to lose more than you win. But are you going to get up? I think we can all relate to that in some capacity. I think we've all lost at times in our lives in various capacities. I think we've all had some some failures. But again, failure is an event, not a person. Lastly about me, I'll just say I'm, I'm also a proud parent of two amazing boys who I love dearly, along with my incredible wife, Daniela Rousen. Yes, we have the same last name. Go figure. We have been married since 2002, after all. Uh, I'm not here to talk a ton about me, except maybe in the form of stories and anecdotes. You can find out more about us at empowerhumans.com and see our social media, etc. You know, there as well. As we share this brief moment together, focus on yourself and your feelings with some of what I'm going to say to you as if we were maybe chatting face-to-face. I'm not ultra-serious guy. In fact, anyone who knows me will tell you I can be quite the opposite. I want you to know that whoever you are and whatever your background, you matter and are full of incredible potential, far more than you may realize. And I say that with all the emphasis I can muster so you genuinely feel it. I repeat... You are full of incredible potential, far more than you may realize. And you have what, what I would call priceless inherent worth. That's something we all have as human beings, something we all share. You feel that as I say that? Priceless inherent worth. It's a spark 
uh, maybe a nudge from the universe. And whatever you may be going through and have gone through in your life, good or bad, easy or difficult, it uh, brought you to this moment. And I suspect if you're listening to this, you must still be alive. So congratulations. Being alive in and of itself is a great privilege, and we are definitely privileged to have you among us. Just remember, no problem is eternal. Only our soul is. And if you don't have any religious or spiritual inclinations, that's okay too. The first part of that sentence is still absolutely true. No problem is eternal. Okay, so let's talk about our collective shared, let's say, common ground as human beings here. We all have literal common ground on this planet. We share this planet in this vast universe together. And uh, it's a relatively tiny speck of the universe, if we're being honest. I'm going to cover what I would call seven pillars of joy and happiness that are universal for us as human beings as we share this common ground together, both as humans and on this planet. Remember that that joy is that alignment and return to something. We as humans together are creators, okay? So we're going to talk about creating this joy, peace, happiness, all these things we mentioned earlier, and these pillars, these seven pillars of joy and happiness Uh, these ingredients to accomplish the life we need and deserve. So first of all, I think it's clear that most of us humans live below our privileges. I want to tell you a quick little story. And and think about what does that mean, living below one's privileges. There was a man who wanted to go on a cruise, and boy, he saved his money, and he worked real hard, and got this cruise all set up finally. But he didn't want to spend more than he had to, so what he did is he put together some rations of food to bring with him on the cruise, you know, maybe some beans, some rice, some meager uh, food uh, to partake of during this cruise so that he didn't have to spend any more money. And so he did that and he kind of enjoyed the cruise and went along and enjoyed his food in his little cabin, the cruise ship. And lo and behold, at towards the end of the cruise, one of the crew members asked him which of the farewell parties he'd be attending to as the cruise came to an end. And at that point, he discovered that not only those farewell parties, but the food and pretty much all the other amenities on the cruise were included in the cost of his original ticket. He lived below his privileges. You understand? Ironically, that ended up costing him more for those things and the rest of the food and the amenities that was included to begin with. He didn't realize it was all inclusive or... Somehow, in his current mindset at the time, he just decided to live off of those meager means. So let's apply that to ourselves. Are we living below our privileges? Kind of what I would call sleepwalking through life. I've done it. I'll admit that. Um, I'm guessing maybe you've done that too, if we're being honest. But sleeping, think about what that is, sleeping. We've got to understand the nature of the world we live in, the forces that uh, work against us at all times, Okay. Uh, we're in a world that naturally produces undesirable or unpleasant things. Weeds, for example, if we don't keep our garden clean or our yard, it's going to naturally bring weeds. Uh, so if we don't push against this, this force in the world by our own intentional and deliberate action, we're going to have those, those things spring up, the weeds and so forth. So it's time that we actually, we talk about sleepwalking, it's time we actually wake up to a deliberate and intentional life, okay? Not living below our privileges anymore. That's the very first thing I want to express to you. And the next thing I get into, and it's kind of a broad and very deep topic to me, is balance. I recently was uh, listening to the book, High Performance Habits, uh, Brendan Burchard. He talks about 10 areas of our life that bring joy and happiness, and we have to kind of maintain all these. You ever seen a, a magician kind of spinning plates 
uh, I don't know if it's a magician, but a showman of sorts spinning plates and he's keeps the plate spun on kind of a stick and he runs around and gets the other ones that are kind of getting wobbly and keeps them spinning. Uh, this is kind of what we're talking about. But when we talk about balance, it's more of a mindset than all these crazy frantic running around with our, like a chicken with our head cut off kind of actions. These 10 areas that he talks about of our lives that I think are actually true are health, family, friends, intimate relationship, our mission or work, which is one area, finances, adventure, hobby, spirituality, and emotion. Now, we must be what I would call centered in those areas. Centered. Centered doesn't mean running around with a chi- like a chicken with a head cut off. Centered means being centered, this mindset. And when you are centered, you know it. You know when you're in that place. It's, it's a state of mind. Also, we must be conscious of how we assign meaning to the things in our lives. Things that might go wrong or maybe not as planned. If we assign meaning that, oh, this is the end. Oh, I got to give up or whatever the situation might be. Or, okay, this is a new opportunity, a new stepping stone to move onward and upward to something different, a new opportunity, a new door opens. Okay, so it's, it's, it's that kind of mindset. Now, as we talk about assigning meaning, remember this old song, To Everything, There is a Season, and I would say perhaps even a reason. How do you find clarity in that balance? There's some laws in the universe as we look to balance our lives. Okay, and you know when you're off balance, and it's easy to, to get that way. It takes some conscious, deliberate effort, like we talked about at the beginning here. There's something that's called the law of the purchase, which is simply, what do I desire? What is its cost? Am I willing to pay that cost? Okay, that's the law of the purchase. There's another law called the law of entropy. Like we talked about the weeds earlier. If I don't do something with my garden, weeds are naturally going to appear. And entropy, real simply put, is we're always moving. We're always moving in the universe, in our particular universe of our lives, either away from or closer to our objectives. You're never just sitting stagnant in one spot. Okay, so we have to have an intentional, deliberate set of actions to move towards the things that we want. And that ties into the last law that I would talk about when we talk about balance, the law of the harvest, which is simply we harvest what we sow. I was listening to a book by Stephen Covey, and he pointed out that when, you, when people farm, you can't cram farming. For example, plant in September you know, at least in the northern hemisphere, kind of at the end of the season, hope to harvest and in two weeks later uh, have this bountiful harvest. You have to plan at the right time. There's a timing aspect to it. These are laws, you know, like gravity. Gravity is a law and you can look at that as, oh man, a blessing or a curse. But I would submit that gravity is more a blessing than a curse. It keeps us all together here on this planet for one thing. Life is not easy. There's, There's no getting around that simple fact. But think of all the things just just to live. We talked about these 10 areas from Brendan Burchard's book, just eating and sleeping and multiple things that we do in the bathroom, including hopefully showers and brushing teeth and work and relationships and exercise. Just because it's not easy, though, doesn't make it bad, okay? We must strive for balance to be at one with the same universe that demands balance. Think about that. That's a profound, I think, very, very deep truth at the deepest parts of us. We can take control by developing maybe a system, and we'll talk more about that in upcoming episodes, a system to maintain this balance. You know what the word for balance is in Spanish? Equilibrio. And I know that everyone's impressed with my pronunciation. Kind of like equilibrium in English. And isn't it funny, our physical equilibrium 
is found in our ears, okay? The way you stay balanced and you're not falling down the stairs and stuff, it's, it happens in your ears that your body physically stays balanced. And I think that tells us something really, really important uh, about these little guys we call ears, which uh, we also use to listen, okay? Listening and fine-tuning our balance are kind of the state of mind we're talking about. You talk about automatic guidance systems like a, shooting a torpedo or or even in airplanes. When something is flying through the air like that and they have these systems in place, they're constantly correcting. They're constantly receiving uh, negative feedback about their position and their direction, and they're constantly making small corrections along the way to get to their ultimate destination. So that's something I think that we can apply in our lives as well as we try to balance. We got There's this kind of a level of humility that must exist. We don't need to compensate for things. We just need to, like we talk about our ears, we need to listen, create balance, create peace, and anything. I know we've all been through hard things, that compensating for, for things that may have not gone as planned or or maybe some disappointments or failures. Just understand balance is in our nature. It's in our very cells. The universe gave us that to strive for. We're children of the universe in some capacity. We're born in that same universe, like we mentioned, that demands balance. So just look at how black holes collapse in on themselves. They kind of create a, a vacuum to balance the space left behind. The hot air flows towards the cold air. It all creates balance. So the next of the seven pillars, I'd say the number three item here is, is our values. Now, what do we mean when we say values? There's a lot of different kind of ideas about the word values. When I say that, we're talking about what we place value on and how much value. We have to be careful to be consistent, though. We can't value our health in any area, you know, physical, mental, emotional, etc., and then do things that contradict that so-called value. But again, if we want to continue living and thriving and striving and finding uh, success and joy and growth, we have to be consistent to maintain these healthy patterns and have value in those particular things that will uphold that health, not contradict ourselves. Again, we'll talk more about some of these things in upcoming episodes. The fourth thing I would say is our habits. We must fine-tune these habits around these balance and values that we're talking about. We're kind of building here, you understand? I mean, we hear about, maybe you've heard of the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People book, or like I mentioned, High Performance Habits. Everybody's talking about habits these days. Did you know that the Latin roots of the word habit actually refer to clothing or attire? It's what we wear and present to the world. The reasons behind our habits can vary between people. Okay, there are certain habits that are, we could say, bad habits. It's about getting the right habits. It's absolutely imperative that we learn. The more I learn personally, the more I know that I don't know. I'm going through about a book a week right now just to continually learn and grow and build upon kind of a knowledge base. So that's an important habit. And think about as you learn and grow, I think in terms of kind of light and darkness, the light, as you watch the sun come over the horizon in the morning, it's a gradual process. It doesn't just shoot up and here's the light all of a sudden, okay? And as the light gradually increases, you see a brightness start to appear that when you look at the world around you, what does that brightness do? Well, the shadows become more pronounced. Maybe we could compare that to some of these uh, difficult, darker areas of the world or maybe areas to watch out for that might uh, cause us problems otherwise. So there's something to be said for that light, and I think that comes through learning and knowledge, constantly seeking learning, and again, there's a humility aspect to all this, remembering our place in the universe and knowing that we don't know everything, so let's continue learning. 
You know, John Maxwell has said, you've got to know yourself to grow yourself. And our habits kind of create our life and legacy. Let's not forget that being human is a great legacy. Sometimes we forget about that. It's all around us. The world is extending a constant challenge to us to continue to grow. Let me tell you a little something about my my son. He started playing guitar. And when you play an instrument, musical instrument with notes on it, I play the drums, which doesn't always have notes per se, but... <laughs> When you're playing a guitar, for example, you have to tune the strings because if you don't, you try to play a chord, it sounds horrific. So what he did, and these days with all these apps on these uh, electronic devices, we have an app that you can tune the guitar. It listens to the note and tells you, oh, you got to go this much further. And what happens, it gets, it comes to the center and creates a little green light and, and makes a little ding sound. And sure enough, there you are, that, that string, that particular string is now tuned. So again, we talk about being centered on the screen for tuning a guitar, I think, again, that kind of uh, underscores what we are saying earlier about being centered ourselves and being in tune, just like my son and his guitar or anyone else with a guitar or piano or any of these other instruments. So will you consistently do your part to be in tune? That's kind of the question we're talking about here. If I say a number between one and three, most will pick two. If I say pick a number between one and five, most will pick three. We're drawn to the center in terms of balance. Okay, again, we're building on all these things as we talk here. And as we talk about habits, you are one decision away from a completely different life. Did you know that the word decision literally means to cut off? Okay, we're cutting off all the other maybe distractions or other things that could have been other decisions. I can tell you this, the moment you decide, the universe will show you the way. We read in The Alchemist that the whole universe conspires to help you when you follow your heart. Okay, we can't be afraid of decisions. They are the framework of habits. Don't label yourself negatively either. You're not a procrastinator or worrier. You may have a habit of those things. Just like we said earlier, failure is an event, not a person. We don't need to label ourselves these things. These are just events. These are just maybe certain habits that have existed in certain ways. Let's constantly fine-tune those habits so our life can be a beautiful song, so to speak, like my son's guitar after tuning it. We are instruments for joy and happiness. That is at the general core of our purpose together here as humans. The fifth of these seven things I talk about uh, briefly is uh, get in the zone. I used to hear people say that. I grew up and I was playing drums and musicians, and I'd hear these kind of these jock guys say that. No offense to anyone who's a jock out there, but I've come to realize get in the zone, kind of what it means, and it applies in all kinds of ways. Even as a musician, you got to get in the zone to have the right passion around playing an instrument. But, you know, Tony Robbins uses the analogy of a recipe. If I went and made the greatest batch of brownies on earth and the best dang brownies you've ever seen, smelled, and tasted, do you think you could make those brownies too? I know that you know how you could. If I gave you a recipe and showed you how to do it, you could. So there's a recipe to kind of get in the zone with things. You talk about recipes. Remember KFC with the, I think it was the 11 herbs and spices you find a recipe that works for you. It's not the same for every person. Find a recipe that triggers what Tony Robbins calls a beautiful state. I love that term, a beautiful state. Have you been in a beautiful state? It's something I've felt before too. I've been lost before, but I know the difference by being on both ends of the spectrum what a beautiful state is. So when you know the things that trigger that for you, for me, certain songs... Again, I'm a music person to a large extent. Certain songs engulfing and certain truth and principles, books, audio books and things like that get me in that beautiful state. 
Even if you're not currently in a beautiful state, remember that just because the sky is cloudy doesn't mean there's no sun. Okay, we can disperse the clouds, and these are clouds we can control in our minds and in our souls and in our hearts. So let's find those ingredients, and again, we'll talk more about some of these recipes to create a beautiful state, but I gave you a few hints as far as, for me, music. Find the things, you know the things that have brought you beautiful joy and clarity and a beautiful state in the past. So let's hearken back to those things and build on that so that we know these recipes for ourselves. The sixth thing I would say is courage over fear. This ties in closely to the items uh, mentioned before, balance, habits, getting in, in the zone. Fear isn't the issue. Courage isn't the absence of fear. This is what Brendan Burchard said in his High Performance Habits. Courage isn't the absence of fear, but resistance to that fear. Now, you don't have to be a nerd to feel the truth of that as I say it. No offense to any quote-unquote nerds. Again, we don't label. We're just people, and we all have different strengths and weaknesses and, and motivations behind how we are as people. Again, we just feel and understand that courage is not the absence of fear. It's the resistance to that fear. It takes courage. I, I see people all the time who talk about going on stage regularly, whether they're doing a TV show or they're a musician or they're an actor or whatever the heck is going on. These are people who've done this many, many hundreds and perhaps thousands of times, and every single time they have some level of nervousness. It's a resistance to that. You, you learn kind of a resistance uh, in your body and your mind to those things. So we have to be able to overcome fear. Um, I understand that you and I can't choose how we feel, but we can choose how to act. And if you know how to act to get in the state you want to feel, you have, like we talked about a minute ago, a recipe you can turn to anytime you need it. And that also applies when it comes to fear and the opposite in the spectrum, courage. Okay, the last thing I'll briefly touch on is, again, Tony Robbins, who's a great uh, inspiration to me. I'm hoping to interview him here on this podcast. He says that you, what you link to pleasure and what you link to pain will determine your destiny. Okay, I pause for a second, let that sink in. What you link to pleasure and what you link to pain will determine your destiny. We talked earlier about assigning meaning in our lives. So you see all the wide variety of people on the earth and all the different things that we are, and there's a variety that makes that happen in terms of how we look at uh, working and exercising and loving those around us, loving our families, loving our friends. Selfishness is a is a real key factor here as well. I would just say also that assigning the right pleasure to the right things will bring us the most possible joy. Again, that alignment, that return to something we mentioned at the beginning here. And then linking more pain to not doing the good things is very important. We have to change this pattern sometimes of linking pleasure to the right things and linking pain to other things. And sometimes there's a monumental shift that must take place. That may be the most profound quote I've heard, and, I, and we may hearken back to that as well as we move forward together here. But as far as I can see, it's absolutely true. What you link to pleasure, what you link to pain will determine your destiny. And I've seen that in my life as well, and I've made certain changes and seen it play out for better or worse at different times uh, as well, whether it applies to vices, uh, serving others, food, etc. We're going to continue all this in the next episodes. Again, we talk about splitting up kind of this introductory thing. And I want to remind us of some things and leave us with a few simple joint challenges. We humans have everything at our foundation in common. We literally share this planet as literal common ground, as we mentioned, beneath every single one of us. 
and we ought to be united. You think about the, just the air we share and breathe. The air that's coming into my lungs may have just as easily come and gone from any of your lungs as well or, or any of the others who have come before us. Maybe I'm breathing air that Abraham Lincoln breathed <laughs> at times. We're breathing in humanity when we breathe together on this planet, and yet we divide ourselves so much. We share all of this, and we need to raise each other up together. Maybe that's why we're so invigorated after we uh, breathe hard in a, in a heavy cardio workout, and we talk about this common ground of an entire planet's worth, literally. We're all on this common ground journey together. We're all spinning at exactly the same speed together, exactly the same amount of time. When I say spinning, I'm talking about the planet revolving around the sun. We depend upon all of this together. Also, just remember, and I'll get into these challenges here in just a second, life is fragile. You've been through a cemetery lately. Whenever I drive by a cemetery or stop at a cemetery or, you know, the occasions where maybe there's a funeral, it's a very real reminder. My grandmother passed away um, not too long ago, and we love and miss her. Life is a fragile, short thing. It's one of the reasons I'm doing this podcast. I'm going to talk more about that in the next episode, too. Um, you think about all these other people who passed away that maybe at times for some of us may have been almost uh, legends or, or in my case, as a musician, rock gods, Chris Cornell of Soundgarden, Tom Petty, and all these people who've passed away. Life is a short, fragile thing. And you remember this old song by, I think, a band called Kansas, All We Are Is Dust In The Wind. I know, my singing gave you goosebumps. Our bodies may be ultimately kind of that dust in the wind, but as Yoda said in Star Wars, luminous beings we are, not this crude matter. We are full of light and a capacity for light. So let's talk about these challenges. I remember Zig Ziglar used to ask his audiences, the late, great Zig Ziglar, he said, do you think there's something you could do in the next two weeks that would just mess up your life? And I know we all know the answer to that if we ask ourselves. That is, yeah, well, I could do something today and just completely change and mess up my life. And, of course, if the answer to that question is yes, conversely, what can we do in the next two weeks that would positively affect our lives and our world? Okay, what can we do today? Today is an opportunity. The first thing I would say in three quick challenges I'm going to talk about, keep studying. Number one, keep studying or start studying. I'm reading, like I mentioned, or listening to a minimum of a book a week. Uh, those times we're doing something passive, like sitting in traffic, doing dishes, exercise, etc. We could be listening to something. Now, I'm a little crazy. My wife will tell you how annoying this is for her, but I often listen at like a higher speed so I can get through things and absorb more quicker. Sometimes when you're listening to a book, for example, sometimes they're a little slow so you can speed it up and you can still get the content out of it and absorb that knowledge. Whatever works for you, though, let's just push ourselves a little harder. I, li I listen also to biographies about people we admire, I admire, or find intriguing. I have a list of some of the things that I've read through our website. It's linked up on our About Us page on empowerhumans.com. But things that apply principles about whatever is going on in our lives at the moment, parenting, school, relationships, finding success, all that stuff can work together. I just want to mention there's an app called Hoopla Digital, Hoopla, H-O-O-P-L-A. I came across this in the not-too-distant past, and <laughs> it basically is an app that ties into local libraries, at least in the United States, and I live in Los Angeles area at the moment, uh, so it ties in there, and you can download books galore, 
both audio and, uh, you know, almost like Kindle books as well that you can just read. And it's free because it ties into the library system. So that's something to consider as well. It may have different uh, parameters in different cities and states, but just something I want to throw out there in terms of keep studying. Uh, so let's keep doing that or, again, start studying if you have it. Number two thing, create moments. We'd be surprised what we're capable of if we just took a little more initiative. Make great moments. I have, like I mentioned, these two boys. I take every opportunity I can to sit, play, laugh, bond, teach, read, hug, etc. Let's not be scared of being vulnerable either. Say I love you, okay? We try to say that all the time to our kids. Whatever works for you and your family, your situation, whatever it is, there's, there's a profound satisfaction that can come with connecting with other human beings, though. Let's just make these moments. Creatively show appreciation and love. Surprise someone with something very meaningful, okay? Create moments. The last thing, I challenge us both to keep doing this podcast together. Keep me accountable, and I'll do the same for you. Let's keep this thing going strong. I'm going to interview some amazing people as well, and charity and lift and empower the world together. We're going to go over anything and everything, and I want to dig deep together with the end game of growth, success, and happiness together. Join me for all this and much, much more as we have a bright future together, my friends. And again, this will be continued in the next episode, so be sure to uh, go on to that one as well. And until next time, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EmpowerHumans.com. We'll catch you next time.